All right. I'd like to welcome to the program Dr. Samir Sinha, who is an expert in the field of geriatrics. He's been on the show a couple of times since this pandemic started talking about long-term care homes. Dr. Sinha, it's always a, a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having me back, Kelly. Talking about super important things. I know you just wrote an op-ed in the Toronto Star, and basically it is called, uh, the, the title of the piece is definitely getting attention, telling the truth during a pandemic has its consequences. Maybe give us, shed a little light on what you mean by that. Well, I think, you know, it was a few weeks ago, a reporter like you and many reporters have been saying, well, Dr. Sinha, when we're hearing about all these deaths that are happening and uh, in long-term care homes and we're, ha- we're hearing that this just more and more homes every day are having outbreaks, is my mom safe? You know, and what, what would you do if it was your mom? And at the time, I basically said, hey, you know, if I had the resources and the ability, I'd pull her out um, because I didn't have confidence that uh, we were doing everything we could have been at that time to to make sure that our homes were as safe as they could be. We've made huge strides since that statement was made because I've been working behind the scenes with both the federal and provincial governments to kind of put the, pl- the things that we need in place. Um, but now we have to make sure that we support, you know, our frontline workers to make sure that we can do everything we can. And so that was what was behind that statement that then got people, you know, all sorts of things, you know, people saying, how dare could you say that you're causing distress. But the right. whole point of this is the reason why I say the truth is because people want to hear the truth. Um, I, I couldn't look anybody in the eye, and not tell them what I would do in my own situation. But more importantly, it was a call to action to say, hey, you know, if Dr. Sinha doesn't feel safe with his own mother in care, then we need to do something different. Right. And the province is responsible for uh, making sure that these care homes are running uh, in a way that it is providing adequate care for the most vulnerable members of our society, our seniors, especially during this pandemic. So they made some changes. I think they're going to um, release at one o'clock today. The premier will be talking about some more changes and plans to long term care home and their operations during the pandemic. Uh, we were talking about, you know, the fact that we need a full overhaul in how the system works uh, about a week ago. But in the meantime, what do you think of the idea of uh, that that has been uh, the things that have been impl- implemented right now? First being that personal care workers only work at long one long term care home. And uh, is is that the right place to start? Yeah, and it's something we should have been doing years ago because prior to this entire pandemic, um, 80% of homes across the province were telling us they were having staffing shortages. They just couldn't find the workers. And the challenge was, even if you did find a worker, good luck keeping them because, again, we had a, we built a system where, where if you work in a hospital as a nurse, you're going to get a full-time job, most likely, with actual benefits like a pension and sick days. Um, workers, unfortunately, nurses, and frontline personal support workers who do incredibly hard work in these settings, in long-term care settings, most of them would only get part-time work because it was cheaper to hire them that way without benefits, without these. And these are folks caring for the premier's mother-in-law. These are people caring for, um, you know, lots of our loved ones across the province. And I think because of this, you know, this is why provinces like BC and Alberta came out, you know, last week and the week before saying they were going to mandate this change. Whereas in Ontario, um, it was just a recommendation. And I, I was really strongly advocating that we shouldn't just recommend this um, because recommendations don't get as much action as we need. Mandates do, especially when something like this is so fundamental to getting things right. 
Yeah, a recommendation sounds like a light touch when we're dealing with people's lives here. Let's also talk about the fact that the premier said that uh, during this pandemic, they they will be sending available staff from hospitals to help in long-term care facilities that experience an outbreak. I think that that's probably something that's feasible since our numbers uh, are not as high as we expected. Yeah, no, I can tell you right right now, our hospitals right now are sitting at 70% capacity. In fact, you know, in the last few months, there's been heroic work done to actually, you know, stop some of the work of the hospitals. So many of our hospitals are actually less busy than they have been since I started practicing medicine, believe it or not. So we actually have empty beds. Uh, we have empty waiting rooms. Uh, we actually have, um, and, and we have a lot of staff that are available to help and do want to help. And so already a number of hospitals around the province, and I was certainly doing a lot of work behind the scenes on the weekend, helping to link you know, groups um, together so that we could actually uh, support homes that were in crisis that really needed simply a nurse to come in and help swab people to find out who actually was infected or infection control protocols to be supported supported by experts from the local hospital who might have had the capacity to do so. So we've actually been seeing that as of this weekend, just similar to what's been happening in Quebec, where they actually mandated hospitals to help their local local homes. We're now seeing that actually happening uh, more and more. And I'm glad that the premier um, and the ministers have gotten behind this idea too, because again, in this whole thing, we can't think about long-term care as, as something that's completely separate. It's an integral part of the system and it needs our help and our dedication now. I want to, in the, in the last few minutes we have uh, in this conversation, to ask you about, you know, uh, the new tools that you've helped develop to help residents and families decide if they're going to stay or leave their retirement home. Because for some people, it actually might be an option to bring mom or dad home because uh, you're home now from work. And that was the whole uh, problem originally is, is that, you know, you couldn't care for them 24-7. So if you have the ability to you've worked with the folks in Ottawa to put together this. It's like a checklist, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically, it's one of these things where, because these are huge, these are difficult decisions for families. When families make the decision to put someone in care, as you just said, sometimes it's because we've been doing this 24-7, but we can't be working full-time and doing this at the same time, too. But a number of my families that I care for have actually said, hey, you know, can we actually delay our loved one going into care um, if they get a call tomorrow? Or could we actually help bring our loved ones home? And so this is where we say, absolutely, we now have options because Ontario, back on March 24th, put in new regulations to say that families could actually pursue these options if it was right for them and not get penalized, i.e. not um, actually get put back down to the bottom of the list when you're ready to return back to the home. So with Mm -hmm. many families asking for that, um, I was really happy to be able to partner with the Ottawa Health Research Institute and Dr. Uh, Dawn Stacey there and her team so that we could actually put together two decision aids. Um, And if you literally type in decision aid, Aid, um, and uh, Ottawa, you, you will actually find these. Um, and the long-term care one is going up literally. I've been editing it this morning with the team. But these are okay. going to be up there, and it's really a tool to help people ask the right questions they need so that they can make the right decision for them. Yeah, I'm going through it right now. It's, it's a five-page document, and it, it's pretty... I know that you said you're you're making some changes, but it's it's pretty easy, pretty comprehensive, easy to follow and ask some really great questions uh, that will help you make decisions on uh, should they stay or should they come home uh, with regard to your family members, loved ones living in long-term care during this pandemic. 
I, as always, I know you're a busy man, uh, Dr. Samir, so I want to thank you for your generosity with your time. Thanks so much, Kelly, and thanks for all your help.